You're listening to a podcast hosted on the Podcast Matrix. Get your entire podcast library hosted now at whatisthepodcastmatrix.com. Are you troubled by pop culture references you don't understand? Does trying to figure out a good jumping on point in a long-running comic series keep you up at night? Have you or your friends or family seen a comic book-based movie, TV show, or cartoon and not known what was going on? If the answer is yes, then this is the podcast for you. My Big Fat Pull List. Our assembly of knowledgeable hosts are eager to help answer all your comic book-based pop culture questions. We're ready to geek out with you. Why are there so many commonly used tropes in comic book stories? The tragic origin story, we fix things because of time travel, it wasn't me, it was my evil gender-swapped clone, and so on and so on. It's not that these plot points aren't cool and interesting, they are, or they can be if done right. But when you have hundreds of comic books coming out a year and you spread those characters and teams over a few decades worth of storylines, it's easy to see the same plot device used time and time again. They're awesome when they work tolerable when you see them coming, and cringeworthy when they flop. On this episode of my Big Fat Pull List, we're going to examine just a few of the good, the bad, and the commonly overused tropes in comics. Greetings, everybody. I'm Mr. X. With me, as usual, is... Smurfy. And... Pistol Danger. How are we, gentlemen? Grand. Good. Grand. I think Wonderful. good is lower than grand. Oh, why did you go right. down? What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you I'm, not like being around us? Uh, not really. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Honest, out. Honesty. Honesty. <laughs> oh, I love now, you guys. Now my feelings are hurt. We've got a lot to talk about. Comic book tropes. Comic book tropes is a uh, huh, wow. It's a big subject. It is. It's a huge subject. But the thing is, Would is you that say it's a grand subject. It's not a grand subject at okay. all. What we're going to do today is we're actually just going to take. A handful of those tropes. We're not saying that they're good. We're not saying that they're bad. We're just saying that they are commonly overused. Yes. Sometimes for the good, sometimes for the bad. For our audience, go over what is a trope? What is yeah, a trope? So everyone's on the same page with us. A trope is a common or overused theme or device, something that has become overly familiar or commonplace. Yes, that's right. I read that out of a book. Good job, Webster. Right. For an exa- example of a trope, uh, we gave some in the intro, but some of the ones that I find slightly annoying are the clones. I, I can't stand clones. As a Spider-Man fan, I know all about clones. I know you know. I'm a Spider-Man fan, too, and, and when, when clones are used, it's good. When clones are used in a bad way, it's bad. I mean, I'm just going to say it. The Resident Evil film series... Does not know how to use clones no, correctly. No, they, they use them perfectly. It's horrible. That's fantastic. No, it's not. It's lovely. It's absolutely. Have you seen the last one? Terrific. All right, okay, we're getting, we're getting yeah, we're going to topic. topic. You're going to have to. I'm going to wheel you guys back in. Let's bring it back Thank in. Thank you. I appreciate that. So what we've done is we've actually very democratically we've all picked a handful that we like and dislike. We've shuffled them together, and we're going to list them off and give examples so that people can understand what we're talking about. One of the tropes that kind of always bothers me, well, I, it doesn't always bother me, it's when obviously used correctly, is similar powers for the heroes and the villains. Okay. I came up with at least five for each of the big two and then a couple of the other ones. Wow, that's that's really like overkill. Oh, I had way more, but I tried to narrow it. But I'm going to narrow it down to th- to two of the big ones and then two of the other ones, right? <laughs> we appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. So the first one is the easiest that comes to mind when you think DC. It's Flash and the man with no originality, Reverse Flash. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right out the gate. Like, did you try? <laughs> no. No? Yeah. He didn't even spell Flash in reverse. Right. Like, try, like, like, try something dumb like that. Yeah. Like he's Alucard and Dracula. Yeah. Well, yes, he's not as clever as reversing a name, but he is also from the future, from the far future. So you think he'd be better at this? Well, he did travel through time. Eobard Thawne, Dr. Eobard Thawne, yes. did travel back in time to... So he had plenty of time to prepare a better name than reverse the guy I don't like. 
I think he'd be he'd be just much scarier with his first name, Eobard. Because I can tell you that, that is a when creepy he, name. Yeah, that when he showed name, up, yeah. no one at the time had the name Eobard. They don't <laughs> yes. know that that's his name. What's your name? I'm Eobard. Ooh, I wonder what his real name is. Mm. Mm. I think too technical, but if he's from the future, we know records of him anyway. So they're like, we can't get fingerprint tested on this guy anyway. He's like a ghost, so yeah. it don't matter. Like you don't exist, yeah. so you're it's creepy. Like yeah. who is this guy? Yeah. Future Flash would have been better than Reverse Flash. <laughs> future Flash. Because, uh, well, you know what? It, FF. Yeah, yeah. But then don't want to lead... don't want to risk getting sued by a different company. Nah, I don't know who. Well, Wouldn't that lead to like Past Flash, Present Flash? Yeah, it would. Okay. But you know what? It's all dumb in the end. Agreed. It, it is not silly. any better. Yeah. That's, that's it is point. a little silly. Yeah. yeah. So another DC I had that actually we kind of disagreed with for a second was Batman and Raja Ghoul. And you brought up, Mr. X, that Raja Ghoul has the Lazarus Pit. Yes. I would argue, what are his powers other than having a, a magic swimming pool? He's got his Sword brains, fighting. and he's got his money. Well, he's got his brains, his money, and the fact that he's lived lifetimes to where he has more experience mm-hmm. than Batman will ever gain. He has bow staff but, skills, nunchuck skills. No, but he's got, he's, down he's got fighting down skills. Down right. yes. He's got fighting, he's got fighting skills. skills. Well, think about it. When That's you can live tactical literally skills. forever. Right, you can learn all the You fighting. can learn. Yeah, I mean, it's Groundhog Jiu-Jitsu, Day. Right, all Bill Murray learned how to play the piano, do ice sculptures. Right. Not give us Ghostbusters 3. No. <laughs> but you can, you can be you like Batman. Where you I learn, always bring that up. You can learn all the martial arts in the world. Yeah. And be Batman's equal that way. So, yeah. you know. I mean, to me, that was just an easy Raja Ghoul was an easy way of not doing your homework. Like, oh, he can just live forever. He learned it all in multiple lifetimes. Whereas Batman has learned mul- like things that take most people lifetimes in the span of his 30s. Right. True. So, to me, True. like, Raja Ghoul is the Batman without having to do your homework. Sounds like the lazy Batman. Like, oh, until he's to get creative with it. So he's lives forever and learned yeah, everything. Yeah, he's he's reverse Batman. Yeah, that, that fits nicely. He's money. He's he's like immortal Eobard, Batman. Eobard, Eobard Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Eobard Wayne. Eobard immortal Wayne. Batman. Immortal Batman. <laughs> okay, well, you know, I'll 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 concede. Okay. To Rachel Ghoul, but right. I'm not going to agree at all with your Marvel pick. At okay. All. We're on the board. So I have. We I could go with that right out the gate. But one of the ones that actually uh, Smurfy and I talked about that we kind of got back and forth with was uh, Wolverine and Sabretooth. I feel okay. that they were made to complement each other, obviously. But how do you how do you complement someone like Wolverine? Well, you have to have someone like Wolverine. You have to have this killer who's ready. Like he doesn't have the adamantium the whole time, but he does get it from time to time. And then sometimes At times, take yes. He ne- uh, in I think in Ultimates he gets claws. He I think yes in Ultimates he gets four claws because one better than Wolverine. Yes. I didn't like true, that because he's a chump in, in Ultimates. I didn't well, like that, but, where yeah. Sabretooth is concerned, and you can go and look up different interviews with Chris Claremont. Uh, he originally was going to reveal that Sabretooth was Wolverine's father. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he left the book before any of that happened. But then uh, Marvel late, years later, Marvel gave him the opportunity to tell. If Chris Claremont never left the X-Men, uh, he had his own series called X-Men Forever. And in that in that series, he actually went through all of the storylines that he had planned before he had left the book in the early 90s. Where I look at Sabretooth, Sabretooth is almost like the, the Joker to Batman, where Wolverine and Sabretooth are concerned because... Sabretooth is obsessed mm-hmm. with convincing Logan that he's just as much of an animal as he is. And Logan is always Logan is always obsessed with trying to keep the animal inside. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do have very similar I mean, take away the adamantium skeleton from Wolverine. Yeah. They're exactly the same. That was my point. Mm-hmm. They are exactly the same. Because right. mm-hmm. the only time Sabretooth's ever been able to kick Wolverine's ass is when he had the adamantium. Right. And Wolverine didn't. Yep. So I, uh, I'm going to cut right to the one we disagreed with. It's the Incredible Hulk versus the Incredulous Abomination. I gave him that because I think Abomination yeah, needs right. something. Right. A poor bastard. Okay. Nothing. I was like, that sounds so made up. <laughs> it was made up. It was. Well, <laughs> Stanley would be proud though. Yeah. Rest in peace, Stan. You think that they're not similar? If I if I can paraphrase what we discussed earlier, because Hulk has immeasurable strength whereas abomination has a cap exactly to me hulk only has the strength that the plot requires him to have because otherwise after so long abomination would be like 
no, this is not worth my time. I'm not going to fight the Hulk because I always get destroyed. Like, there's never a time where I will win. Like, common sense will eventually kick in to somebody even as radioactive as Abomination. What, what, how did Abomination get his powers again? It was gamma radiation. Gamma radiation. Just gamma like the Hulk. <sighs> and he turned what color? Green. Blue. And oh. anybody get that gets big? Yeah, let's talk about the leader. The leader was also exposed by gamma radiation. Yep. He didn't get big. His no. brain got big. No. But he didn't get big. Did I say the leader was the uh, similar character to the Hulk? I, but here's the thing. Gamma radiation transforms everybody in different ways. Mm -hmm. Where the Incredible Hulk is concerned, okay. the madder Hulk gets, the stronger he gets. And the Abomination has never been able to defeat that Hulk. Okay. But there are different versions of the Hulk yeah, that Bruce red, Banner was. Blue, I'm not gray, even talking about people. Joe Fix It. I'm yes. talking about everybody, any any version that Bruce Banner was. Okay. The Joe Fix It. You brought up Joe Fix It. Yes. One of my favorite versions of the Hulk. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Got his ass kicked by the Abomination okay. because he has a strength cap as well. That's, mm -hmm. yeah. And he's not as strong as the Abomination. Okay. Joe Fixit has to be more ruthless when he goes up against an opponent. Uh, same thing can be said about Professor Hulk when it was Banner's brain and the Hulk's body. The thing is, is that the matter the Hulk gets, the stronger he gets. Not the matter Banner gets, right. the stronger he gets. So that Hulk, too, was at a cap. And this is, this is why I disagree with you by saying that they, they, are, the, they are the exact same. I agree... That they're similar. Okay. But unlike Reverse Flash and Flash and, mm -hmm. and even Batman and Ra's al Ghul, I could not concede to, to, to agreeing with you that the Incredible Hulk and the Abomination, or the Incredulous Abomination, Rick Jones, it should be you. like the Abysmal Abomination. Yeah, something like let me that. Ask yeah, you, that's let me better. See, let me see this question. Would you compare them to like Green Lantern and Yellow Lantern? Yes, they both have rings. Yes, they both do constructs. One's based off will, one's based off fear. Wow. So they're a little different. Yeah, actually, they're but on they're kind of same. No, that would be my comparison to like Hulk Abomination would be Green Lantern, Yellow Lantern. Like it's kind of the same stuff, same, kind of same but, abilities, but it's a little but bit different. Will over fear. Okay, so in so that it's case, different, but same. Let's so say like, Green Lantern, Orange Lantern, because it's kind of a Larflees doesn't give it up. So he's like Incredible yeah, Hulk, but where he is he's based off greed and power. No, yes and no, because, because, because he doesn't share the power in the comic. Though yeah. his ring only goes to a thousand percent, no higher, no lower, thousand percent. It is. It's in the because comic. because you that's know, defined though. That's, that's defined. I, I get it. It's defined, right. but I find but that huge. also ridiculous as Agreed. well. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Not because rings shouldn't be able to go any more than a hundred percent. They blew out the window when they introduced blue lanterns because blue lanterns could overcharge the green lanterns. So the rainbow. Like, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the ring. Yeah. I remember. Roy G. Biv. The Roy G. Biv lanterns. Okay. We're not going to discuss these. I'm just going to give you some other ones. Okay. Captain America and Red Skull. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally see that. Black Adam and Shazam. Literally, uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I would totally agree with that one because I feel like they're, that's and these are the yeah. ones. Depend, that well, see, it's all, it's all. Well, I will interject and I will say it all depends on which version of Shazam. Agreed. Because when it's just the Billy Batson character yeah. with all the powers, right. then yes, I agree. Yes, yes. yes. they are exactly not when it's the main one. Not when it's all the six kids in different. Yeah, no, different. It's, then it's a little bit different. Superman's odd. Strange and no, whoa, whoa, so you're not going to say Superman Bizarro? See, well, we talked uh, about that. that. Yeah, but like, I feel Bizarro is a clone. So, like, to me, damn, damn clone. Well, see, the, you figure Bizarro's yeah. brain not so good. He yeah. know, think well, like the rest of us think good. Yeah, no, so, Bizarro think well, right? Or, yeah, but no, you're right. Zod there is actually no like intellectually he's there. He's got all the same powers as Superman. Mm -hmm. Just he's just he's he a just general trained for combat, time. and Superman's right. not. Mm -hmm. So it's like right there. It's like you're like, man, it's pretty much if they're gonna yeah, fight, yeah. you don't know who's gonna Evenly win. Evenly matched. Yeah. Yes. If you're gonna fight, you're gonna break his Or Bizarro again, bad bad brain good. But I mean, you could basically say that to any Kryptonian. Powers are reversed. Yes. Which, yes. but Zod's just the Zod's main six out. And Zod is the main guy. That's what we just picked him. And these are the ones I feel that would be fun to discuss. First, Darkwing Duck and Negaduck. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, really, no difference except for the Colors. fact that one's a, psycho a psychotic duck. And but let's the move Darkwing out of the way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Scrooge McDuck and Glomgold McDuck. They're really not, not superheroes. They're not, yeah. They're, <laughs> they're comic they're book characters. I'm sorry, they're comic book characters. Yeah. What, are we a superhero only podcast you know or what? a comic book Hey, that's like, that's like kind of saying like Richie Rich no, or no, Scrooge McDuck. is correct. I am. Oh, okay. But where's I mean, the are? trope? They are not exactly the same because Scrooge McDuck is the richest duck in the world, where Glomgold, Glomgold is, is the second oh, richest duck oh, my in the world. They are not equal. Okay. All because of Lucky Dime. 
Storm. I actually got this one from Smurfy. Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes. We're going to Joe Universe. Yeah. I, well, no, I know that. Okay. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know. Thanks. You're welcome. You look confused. You, no, we, no, you look confused. Like, like, I don't know look. what I'm doing. Is this like, the Mask confused. Universe? Like, is, is like, this, why would you bring that one these up? These are He-Man guys, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Masters of Universe all the it's, way. <laughs> it's nice to let the, the audience know what you're talking it's about. Like, yeah. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I agree. Those are they're they're ripoff characters of each other yes. because mm-hmm. they just didn't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. Well, how do you how do you send somebody up against somebody? Snake Eyes. He was. I mean, he was written to be the ultimate badass. He's, he's number one commando. So what do right. you got to do? You got to you have to have. Oh well, let's let's have the same type of guy who trained with him. And we put yeah, oh, the, trained you know, with they them. Trained together side by side like brothers, right? And we'll put him in a white costume. Yep, and him be a bad guy. So, he's, yeah. he's more in agreed than Snake Eyes. I think that's guys. almost the the definitive of the. Hero villain having the same power trope right there as Snake Eyes and sh- uh, yep. sh- 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 Storm Shadow. Thank yeah, you, yeah. Storm Shadow. One of the tropes that I actually find annoying is time travel fixes everything. And you're an X Men fan. That's that unfortunate I, for you. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm yes. an X Men fan. I love the Back to the Future series. I love the Terminator series. <laughs> All things dealing. What? You, you don't like the Terminator? Like no, I love Terminator, but that's just like, woo! <laughs> well, yes. It's Ric Flair? Yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> if you if you uh, take into account all the films in that series and not cherry pick the best ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> time travel, as a rule, when you think about time travel, the thing that I like about, let's take the Back to the Future series, for example, because it is a movie series, but it's also a comic book series as yes, well. Yes, agreed. Nobody ever really talks about the ramifications of Marty McFly changing his parents' life. Oh, yeah. They get richer. You know, he wakes up, and and ironically, he's still in the same home, but it's decorated nicer. Mm -hmm. His siblings are dressed nicer. He's confused by all this. It's all foreign to him. Because he has no memory of this new life. Mm -hmm. Right. That's why he got his dad to invest in his 401k a little bit earlier. Yeah. So, so... Even wow. though it's fun to travel through time and and see dinosaurs and and do western stuff, I would not know. I've never done that. changing the past. Butterfly effect. Th- it is the butterfly effect. Yet we don't talk about that in and the no movies. One does. They deal with that in the comic books, which is which oh, is that's great. Cool. Yes, you mentioned it before. Yes, I am an X Men fan. Yeah. I am Mister X. Hmm. Even I find the time travel annoying when it's it's superfluous slightly we had, a, we, had a conver- we had a conversation about this before where we're like cable time traveler bishop time traveler rachel time traveler it's like okay how many alternate universes is there to the x-men and how can they all coexist out there well, well i mean it's the multiverse yeah that's, that's where that's happening comes. infinitely that's how you would, there you you go. would like to believe Boom, you no would like had. to believe that all of these futures and once upon a time marvel tried to tell us all of these futures are connected they all could happen. Until you change something in the past, and then it, right. it, it, like, it's like if different. You kill, if you kill Cyclops, that could ruin a lot of this. So. Uh, well, it could. If you kill young Cyclops, it could mm-hmm. ruin a lot of things. One of my examples of things that was a brilliant idea at the time, but I think has kind of been played out, is Brian Michael Bendis, uh, back in uh, the early uh, 20, uh, 2013, uh, very beginning of 2013, uh, Brian Michael Bendis started doing... Uncanny X-Men and All-New X-Men. And the whole point of All-New X-Men was Beast, from right now, travels back in time and grabs the original five X-Men and brings them to the future to see, look at what's happened. Look what you assholes did. Look what what you've done. Well, in his way, it's to show adult Cyclops remember a time when things weren't so bad and stop being this quote-unquote mutant terrorist that the media had made Cyclops and Magneto and and the the group that he was running with. Now, the thing was is that the X-Men, the young X-Men, the original five, after seeing this, well, they didn't want to go home. It's like, well, this isn't the world we were fighting for. This isn't isn't why we became X-Men. We're staying here until we fix it. Did you know there's porn on the internet? I'm not going anywhere. Did you know there was the internet? (laughs) Well, yeah, see? Mobile devices to call people? Um, what? Now the thing is, is that I thought that this was this was going to be a nice story that would kind of shake things up where the X Men line was concerned, and then of course, because the rules of time travel, those kids, those five kids, would have to go back to the exact moment that they were taken, right? And then basically have their minds erased, right? 
are altered. Well, that never happened. Because later that year, in November of 2013, we, we had the crossover Battle of the Atom, which was all about getting the kids back to their time. And the whole conversation about bringing Because back. not mm-hmm. only do the present-day X-Men think that they need to go back to their own time, but the future, future. X-Men, mm-hmm. who travel back in time to say, hey, send those kids back. back. Or it gets worse. Yeah, it, uh, and it does. It does get worse. Events taking place in Cullen Bunn's X-Men Blue uh, showed that the team of original X-Men had to go back, or reality would be unwritten. Right. Uh, Smurfy's actually picking up the trades uh, for that book, and I recommend reading it as well. It's a fun read. Yeah. Recently, the miniseries Extermination finally put a cap on the displaced X-Men storyline that started over five years ago. Mm-hmm. And even though it took longer than it should have, uh, the resolution to that long, drawn-out story, uh, it worked. Interesting. I won't spoil it for people. Uh, just check it out. That was my first example. Now okay. I'm going to stick with the X-Men where, where time travel tropes are concerned. This is the one that I actually they do I actually kind of hate. Mm-hmm. And it's Brian Michael Bendis again. Well, can't all be Joss Whedon. In 2014, okay. Bendis started doing the story, The Last Will and Testament of Charles Xavier. Now, for any of our fans who don't know this, during the event Avengers vs. X-Men, when a certain number of the X-Men were given the power of the Phoenix, Charles Xavier was killed by Cyclops. That's why everybody hates yes. Cyclops. Yep. Now, after that event, here is his will, and it is being read and all of the X-Men, including his murderer, even though he made his will before he knew he was going to get killed by Cyclops, hmm. they all have to be in the room. This story also took place during Marvel's uh, original Sin storyline, oh, the giant yeah. crossover. That was fun. Ooh. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, bouncy balls from it. The original Sin of Charles Xavier is that we learn that back in the early days of forming the X-Men, he came across a mutant that was so powerful that it it was scary. A mutant that had the ability to morph reality around him. So like his son? In a way, in a way, very much like... But like worse. No, not like his son. Hmm. That's the Legion didn't have that power. That's Proteus. Isn't... Proteus is not his son. Oh, okay. That's Moira McTaggart and whatever his name is, McTaggart's son. Mm, okay. Yeah. I thought it was Charles and Moira's kid. No, oh, no, no. Charles sees the the potential in the kid, but also the outright danger, and goes against all of his principles and decides to put mental blocks in this kid's head so he can't use his powers. Doesn't even allow him to know that he's a mutant. And he has to keep coming back and revisiting the kid and putting the more stronger blocks in there over and over. Well, guess what? He's dead. Mm-hmm. So he can't put any mental blocks. I'm sure nothing of consequence happens. <laughs> no, not at all. Not in the comic book. So world. Xavier, Xavier's like, well, here's the thing. I'm not going to tell you who gets what until you take care of this last problem. I but, want I want Scott, I want you to take a team of the most powerful telepaths, visit this mutant, and help him. And have Wolverine put his claws through his head. Well, there therein lies the problem. The kid, who's now an adult. Yeah. Knows that he's been lied to. Knows that something's been messed around with his brain and is just destroying everything around him. That can't be good. To the point to where he kills half of the X-Men. Damn. He kills Cyclops. Half of S.H.I.E.L.D. is taken out. Now, it just so happens that one of the team members, a young girl named uh, Tempest, has the ability to time travel. How convenient. How convenient. And decides to travel all the way back to the early days of Xavier forming the X-Men and convinces Xavier not just to not mess with this kid's head, make sure this kid never exists. Take him out. Take him out. Take him out to the point to where they travel further back in time and make sure that his parents never meet. That's pretty brutal. And after that event happens, we go back to the comic and there we are, we're in the room and the will is being read and... There's no mention of this kid. Everything that happened over the last 11 issues meant nothing. Right. So So you're saying this could have all been resolved in one to two issues. 
Well, it, it could have been – we could have used those 11 issues to tell a better story that actually was going to matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could have – Because now only one person knows what happens, mm -hmm. and that's Tempest. Mm -hmm. Who because Charles Xavier – you actually see Charles Xavier erase his own mind of the events because him knowing that would just be dangerous. But you leave so Tempest with to. it? Why don't you erase her mind too? Then no one knows. We're good. We're no, well, move on. We've got, we've got one person. We've got to keep one person. Charles Murray did this? No. Those are my examples of, of decent storytelling where time travel is concerned. And and, and shoddy. Because, yeah, time travel is a real, real easy, like, how do we solve this? Time, time travel. travel. Problem solved. Two plus two is 11. We're good. It's the end of Doctor Strange. Yeah. The, yeah. The film, right. Doctor Strange. Right. Time travel is how, how you fix it things. Up. Right. He turned the knob. But was it good or was it bad? In all fairness, he had the time stone kind of saw it coming. That's all right. I'm just saying, yeah. foreshadowing, <laughs> just letting you know. I would say the overpowering of characters or mm. overpowered characters is what annoys me the most. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to hit you with my top three Superman, that yeah. bastard, Wolverine, mm -hmm. and Molecule Man. Okay. Or if we want to go a different way, for those who don't know a lot about Molecule Man, because he seems to pop in and out throughout whenever it's convenient, you can also go Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan. S like, yes. over. Because. In my that's mind, a good, that's a good example, right? Yeah, there, yeah. Dr. Manhattan. Because, like, I put Dr. Manhattan up there, like, for, for a case in point with Superman, they got to the point where they're like, he can now be in space. He doesn't need oxygen, doesn't need food. All he has to do is just take a big so, breath before he leaves yeah, Earth. Yeah, yeah they're like, he's, yeah. he's fine. And so it's kind of the point, too, where they're like, you know, Green Lantern's beaten up, Cyborg's beaten up. They're like, oh, man, no one can take this guy out. Here comes Superman, two punches, done. Roll, roll yeah. credits. We're not talking so, about the Justice League movie. Please can right. Um, but, but I'm saying, like, as, as as a reader of the comic, you're reading. You're like, oh, how are they going to beat? Oh, here's Superman. My brain instantly goes to fights over. I might as well just close the book because even if it takes a couple of licks, you can't defeat him. Yeah. And like Wolverine, throughout the years, they've changed a lot. Where they're like, hey, man, healing factor has like really been ramped up to the point of, hey, we blew him up. He only has one cell left on his body. He regrew everything. He remembers everything. He's going out there and fighting again. Yeah. Well, there's no way you're. So it's like, oh man, Wolverine's going up against. It doesn't matter because Wolverine's going to win. He's going to come out bleeding. He's going to win his heel and be like, "Oh, that was a tough fight. I'm gone." Kind of boring reading, and you're kind of like, "I, I don't, I don't really care." Well, there's no peril. Right. There's no peril like, when like, the character mm -hmm. is so powerful, you don't have to worry the, about. The them. point is to see your hero get knocked down. Like, how's he going to get back up? Mm -hmm. Like, how is he going to? How's he going to beat this? How That's is really Ralph the point Machio, of the story is yeah, getting get back at right. that, that character, overcoming the odds. Yeah, if you, you can't get knocked, the odds, and if yeah. you can't get knocked down. It is no fun. Right. It's like, oh. Chumbawamba reference. No. Yeah, no. No, I went for the Karate Kid <laughs> reference. Sorry, you guys talked about the leg, Johnny. Right. Like, you know, yeah. so, and I just personally just like, it makes for, I don't know, kind of really boring, lazy storytelling because they're just like, oh, how are we going to sell this infinite crisis? I know 50 supermen yeah. fly in. Well. We don't even need an illustrator to talk about it. And here comes Captain Carrot with them. Why? Oh, why not? <laughs> Game over, folks. We win. Yeah. Put it on the board. And I'm like, really? Over, like, so this is everything. Why didn't you just do that first page? Like, hey, here's a crisis. Superman's there. Crisis over. <laughs> all right, everyone. Just keep giving us your money. It's all good. Marvel also has a character just like Superman, the Sentry. Who, we, we were talking about that earlier. Real, see, and we I, were don't, like, I don't like this character. I hate, this, I hate the character. What, what it was, I ha he has the power of a thousand exploding suns. Suns, yeah. What the fuck? What does, that, does mean? that mean? And they're like, well, we gave him a limit. No, you didn't. No. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, a thousand exploding it's suns. Like, that's like not when a you're thousand a and one. That's yeah. like when you're not a kid. Not 999. Oh, right. It's a God. thousand. That's like when you're a kid and you're like, uh, you know what? Infinity is my favorite number. Ha. Like, that, there's what? No, what? Every, but then what? the problem Everything? is, like, is that they no, also say no. the character's greatest villain is himself because yeah, he has a split personality no, his own mind right and i was telling him i go because he was like oh isn't the void the like void. more powerful than him i go the void is made up in his brain so if yeah. the void defeats him he's over so i go if you could get into his head and go hey man the void doesn't exist you're a crazy psycho and he's like oh yeah you're right gone there's no putting this guy down nothing's gonna stop this guy everyone's dead well like, there's one guy that can stop him hyperion maybe if no. you're lucky one man who's escaped him one man superman where yeah. you going with this punisher Oh my gosh! Because I gave I gave Punisher, <laughs> oh my gosh. I gave Punisher plot. Well, I gave Punisher plot armor when he when Punisher went to assassinate. I think our what fans. What the hell are you talking yeah, about? I think our fans could hear my eye roll when he said that. Yeah, Punisher no, is true. overpowered. This, this never happened. I'm crazy here. You are crazy. No, I said he. Had, game. What? No. You're talking about some sort of game, right? No, what he's yes. saying. What, what his his point is is 
Punisher always comes out on top. We had a discussion due to, due to guns. A lot okay. armor. But I go, but I told him, I go, Punisher's for one, an anti-hero, trained military through all sorts of stuff. He's going to be a good shot. But you know what? You can give him cancer and he'll die. Can you cut him? No, yeah, he'll bleed. I said he had plot armor where he should not but be alive. But that's not overpowered. Plot armor where he is as strong as he needs to be for the story. Okay, uh, so he, he's like Batman. If he needs like, oh man, like here comes a superhero mm-hmm. can only buy it by an shark like, infinity bullet. Yeah, have an infinity shark, bullet. If, if, if I have Batman bat shark is being gun. attacked by sharks, he will have. The shark but, repel, the bat shark repel. Okay, right. That's okay. and I, I kind of agree with them like more now than before because before older Punisher, it wasn't like that. Man, he just have his like yeah, M sixteen. Yeah, well, again, like the newer stuff, they're really going kind of crazy with it. But over the whole history of them, like before, mm-hmm. old school Punisher was just like I got some pistols, I got some guns, I got my train, I got mm-hmm. my combat skills. I'm gonna go take out drug dealers. So, you know, and he could get cut and bleed and hurt, you know, and there's many issues where he, you know, got a hole in him. He's like, I got to patch myself up, and dudes are chasing him down. And it's like, oh, man, how, again, how can you get past that? Frank comes on top, barely, maybe with some help. But that's not being overpowered. That's not like Superman just being like, hang on. That's just being prepared. <sighs> yeah. That guy's dead. Frank's prepared because <laughs> military training taught him that. And that's where our, we had a, yeah, we had a huge, like, no, it's not right. Yeah, we had a big conversation. Punisher fans yeah. here at my big fat pull list. I am a Punisher fan. My next point Something that I that actually it, it actually really bothers me. It's the no kill rule that a lot of superheroes seem to adhere to because if we kill, we're just as bad as the villains. Okay, no, I I kind of agree about that though. Like I Batman, don't you don't? Let's you take. Don't. I'm gonna go right to the top. The number one person who should have been put down so long ago, the Joker. Literally, okay, the no Joker problem. has, I would dare to say, in the tens of thousands of victims. At best, mm-hmm. or at worst, because you, we don't know. Like, well, depending on the what poison you're on, at best or worst. Yeah, you need to put them down. At some point, your moral code means absolutely nothing to the family who just got devastated because you're too high and mighty to have saved their kid five years ago when the Joker poisoned the river. And didn't tell anybody. How about families? Because he takes out a lot of security guards. Yeah. A lot of them are dead. Mm-hmm. And okay. Batman's like, okay, lock him up. He committed murder All 45 right. times. Let's just keep putting him away. I'll play. Well, let's go one further. So Batman decides not to kill the Joker. Okay. But hands him over to the police. Mm-hmm. So now he's in the hands of the justice system. So, yeah. The justice system looks at this man as insane. Yep. Therefore, not eligible for execution. Mm-hmm. He has to be rehabilitated or at least locked away in an insane asylum. Yep. So what you're saying is is that Batman should break the law and his own moral code. Batman already breaks the laws. To, I was about to say, Batman already, that's the point of him being a vigilante. He but already there, works there's outside a line. the line. Some laws get broken. Not all the laws get broken. I got a counterpoint for you guys. Ready for this? No Man's Land, mm-hmm. which I read. Okay. I think Batman is in a fight with a guy on a bridge. Okay. Kicks him off the bridge. Uh-huh. The guy lands on a landmine. Blows up. He is dead. Oops. Someone looks at Batman and goes, I thought you didn't kill. And Batman goes, I, I didn't kill him and walks away. The landmine. Because the, the landmine, land the water mine killed him. Cute. I'm just saying. Yes. Like, but, he's breaking the rules. You, no, he's not. I I agree with that. He so, didn't kill. Him. So could he kick the Joker in a landmine? Yeah. <laughs> had he not fallen on that mine that was floating in the right. water, he would have lived. The guy would have been Pro- able probably to just swim, it. swim yeah. away. Well, maybe. Well, then can he so not push Batman in front of a bus? To pull some sort of Scooby push. trap. Yeah. And, and like, oh, so I didn't kill the Joker. This giant anvil that just happened to be hanging above him did. Batman trips Joker as a speeding bus is coming by. Oops, Batman didn't kill him. The bus did. Yeah, he could have just landed <laughs> on the concrete. Problem okay. solved, buddy. No, no. I, see, see, I get it. I, this is this is why I play the devil's advocate. Yeah, no, all right. Well, okay, well, so the Joker's dead. Yeah, and now thousands and thousands of people are saved. Or would you create more copycat Jokers? No. Now you have five guys trying to be the Joker, and Batman's now got to do it five more times. When does the killing stop? No. Pistol, when? Created a monster now. Really? Yeah. Batman and is and now see, a murdering monster. When does the killing stop? There are some, there are some heroes where their moral code of I will not kill is their defining characteristic and that that's but that right there is important because then when they're put into that moral position that that awkward moral mm-hmm. position that's where the stories can get good does he oh will he bend how far will he bend mm-hmm. does he break okay and when he breaks now, how bad only, is a break is it right but you can and, only and you can only tell those stories so often because right. before it becomes a trope. Right. Oh my! Well, let me ask you this question: If if Batman did decide to kill, would we all think way less of Batman? No, no, because like Captain America killed him. He's a soldier. He's killed. He before. is a soldier. Yeah, he's killed he's before. On list. Yeah. I'm just saying. So if Batman started killing, would we all be like, <gasps> not her Batman? Or would it be like, eh, whatever? 
No. But I, but are we saying that Batman is killing bad people yeah, like the yeah. Punisher kills bad people? Uh, that or, or more like Cap. It, it, it kind of just happened. You're fighting, you're out there. Hit a guy wrong, break his neck, he's dead. Uh, like you know. Well, I think I see. I think that happens already where okay. Batman is concerned. But to me, you have it's to happened. make a point of okay. The Penguin, take him down. Yeah, Penguin doesn't need to be killed. He's got a casino going. Killing Croc, he's, he's take him down. Man. Try and try and figure out what's wrong with him. Reverse it. Whatever. Croc can go animalistic though too. Uh, that's true. Put down. He's to... eating people before. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like that's he has. pretty gnarly. But he has been re- rehabilitated at some point, or Amanda Waller's used him as Task Force. What about, guy like, right. what about a guy like Deadshot? If you're Batman going against Deadshot, Deadshot is a trained assassin, kills guys for a living, what do you do? Take you put down. him in jail, great. You're going to be re- rehabilitated? No, he's making a lot of money doing that. He's going to get right back out and start killing again. Yeah. So now you have a guy like but the Joker. But he's not a mass murderer. But, like uh, the Joker Are you is. sure? He's got a pretty high body count. I, I, if you put up dead No shot, women, no children. Fa- fa- no, true. Joker's body count against mm-hmm. like Deadshot's body count, yeah, way off. But I'm mm-hmm. saying killing is kind of killing. Yeah. Well, you know what? Like I have Harvey an idea. Put him, you put him in Arkham. Joker, you put him in the grave. Okay. okay. Well, let's find out if everybody agrees with you. Let's oh, ask the audience. Right. Pull the audience. If you were Batman, mm-hmm. would you kill the Joker? Very simple question. We're not saying Batman. If you were Batman, you know, back in the sixties, or you Batman. Right. Pi- back no, in the 80s. no pirate Batman. Doesn't no. matter. No, no pirate just, Batman. Just current oh, Batman. Yeah, no I'm space sorry. Batman. Right. Swashbuckler. We don't want no uh, construction worker right, Batman. No construction worker Batman. Nothing like that. <laughs> if you were Batman and you had the opportunity to kill the Joker or put him over into the hands of the authority and let the justice system do its thing, what would you do? Let us know. Go on over to our Facebook page. The link you can find at our website at mybigfatpolis.com. Another commonly overused comic trope that I'm really getting sick of actually now is events that end with no or little repercussions. I'll even keep it current for our listeners. Uh, let's talk about the last two major events that have happened in marvel okay let's go back to 2015 and let's talk about secret wars let's talk about that we're still feeling it oh yeah you're my my wallet is still feeling it because <laughs> i was dumb enough to not only get the i can't even remember eight or nine issues of the actual mini series yep. but then there were at least tie-ins. all the tie-ins 12 Ugh. to 14 Four issue mm-hmm. a piece tie-ins. I got a few of them, and like I got the goose. majority of those because a lot of them were X-Men related. Yeah, and then some of them were Hulk related, which uh, I'm also a very big Hulk fan. Two passions, but my two passions are they are they passions of yours? They they are mutants and gamma irradiated scientists. Yes, they are two passions of mine. <laughs> now, for people who don't know, the Secret War of 2015. Uh, basically came about there were these incursions that were happening in the multiverse and earths were basically knocking into each other and destroying them and the avengers depending on which version you're talking about the avengers had the illuminati avengers had to decide well we have to keep this earth alive because we're on it there was this long period of time where they were destroying earths left and right in the multiverse to keep their reality going. Well, eventually that that just wasn't working anymore. And finally, all of reality was about to fall apart. But guess who comes along and saves the day? The greatest hero Marvel has. Reed Richards. No. Oh. And Dr. yes. Doom. Yes and no. Maybe. The greatest hero the Marvel Universe ever had, is Doctor, Doctor Doom, Doom and the Molecular Man. The Molecular Man, the how did how does, need, how no, does he pronounce his name? Molecule Man. The Molecule Man? And he is only, the Molecular Man. He's only available when you need him to when change him. things astronomically. Exactly. So. Yeah. He's, yeah. On the, he's on Doom's Rolodex, I'm sure. Pretty much. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what you know we could he, use right now? He, Molecule Man. He was originally yeah. a Fantastic Four villain, if I remember correctly. So basically what happens is Doom, using the power of the Infinity Gauntlet, and the Molecule Man. Let's call him MM for short. MM. Mm-hmm. He creates a world called Battle World. Mm-hmm. That is a patchwork of the multiverse, the little slices of all these other realities. Give me and a great book in Ghost Rider that was uh, mostly a death race comic. Love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was interesting. That was cool. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about that this one day because Molecule Man was a bigger impact than we're kind of letting on that he was. Yeah. Yes. So, so oh, too overpowered, though. Eventually, yeah. though, yes. 
Reed Richards does come along and does defeat Doom, does take the... Which one? No. Reed Richards. Our Reed Richards. Yes. The <sighs> Reed Richards of the 616 universe. In the I, I, there's many out there now. That's yes. clarifying. And takes, much takes the Infinity Gauntlet from Doom and fixes things because Doom couldn't. Right. No. And of course, Doom, Doom thought hubris, he did. Doom thought he could, but he did couldn't. not. It was a stupid story. <sighs> I, you know, I didn't mind it. Was it was a story no, that, was that the only... Stupid, the ending I hated. The only thing that we get out of Secret War is two characters, well, not two characters, a handful of characters, but two very popular characters from other universes Mm -hmm. now in the 616 Marvel Universe. We get Old Man Logan. Uh, We also get Miles Morales Mm -hmm. from the Ultimate Marvel Universe. people were just waiting for an excuse for that to happen. They were. People were like, sooner or later, because he's got nothing to do in the Ultimate Universe. A lot of people thought that this was the way to just just combine everybody that they liked. Because Ultimate Universe from Holland comes over, too. Yeah, we get a handful of mutants from the Ultimate Universe. But really... That's it. Nothing. There is no ramifications. The 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 Earth keeps on spinning. The universe keeps on spinning, and the multiverse, up to the point of the events of the story, gets put back by Reed Richards. Well, so devil's advocate. Have you noticed too? Things, like they don't talk about it later on in continuity. Like they're like, oh my, like like you think they'd be around, but like. Do you remember that time? Like we, like everything was on the one planet, and everything really sucked. And there's no, no, nothing, no, 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 like you said, no repercussions. They don't bring it up again. It's because just like, it most never of those happened. characters weren't our characters. Most of those characters were That's dead. Agreed, but I'm saying, it, 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 besides the that few point, that were from that universe right. that existed on, on there, no, they don't want to talk about it. I think they bring it up a little bit. Whatever. I mean, you I know, mean, you never heard of again. Do they never talk about no, it? They, that, they, that's they my do. point. They that's do my point. talk about it. You have to read the right books. Okay. Marvel 2 and 1 with The Thing and Human Torch. Right. Doom is a part of that book. And he's, he talks about it, brings it up a little bit. Or they kind of mention it? Well, yeah. I mean, it's very important because they're searching for the rest of the Fantastic Four who haven't been seen since the end of Secret Wars. This is like one book. It's like you think like it affected more characters. That's what my kind of beef is like. You think they bring it up a little bit. Okay. So that's Secret Wars. All right. So, well, hold on that's right there. That's Devil's one. Advocate now. There are repercussions because now there's new people in the universe. Peter Parker isn't the only Spider-Man. We're not talking about clones right now. That'll come in a minute. Okay. There's yeah. a new there's a new Spider-Man, so Peter can now focus on other endeavors. But he doesn't. Old Man Logan. Yeah, he's not. He's still doing the same crap. Calm down. Whoa. I'm saying <laughs> oh. a better writer would. I'm saying there are repercussions for it. They're just not the big changes you want. Miles Morales coming in is a big deal. Old Man Logan coming in is a big deal. No, it's not. No, it's I'm not. reading old, 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 it is. and it's not a big he's deal. He's old and he's Logan. It's huge. You know what? Every, you know what, Smurfy? It's grand. Oh, Jesus. It's it not could grand. Been, came back. It could have you been. Know. It, it could have been, but uh, the character's been around a little bit too long. Yeah, actually. and like the thing is, is, in half the books, he's like, I don't want to be Wolverine anymore anyway. He's like a grumpy old Wolverine. So I'm like, not Wolverine. Right Wolverine. I'm Logan. Like, yeah, Logan don't call me that. Don't call Yeah, yeah. Like, he's worse than that. He's just like a grumpy old man. Again, it was a tie into that. Marvel could make money because there was a movie coming out that was called Logan. Yeah. Yes, I, I, really, uh, we're we're I, I'm, I'm actually bitching about the politics of, mo- of of comic books and the movies that are based off of them. Yes, and that's again, day. that's a whole other podcast. Right. The other event that happened more recently was the Secret Empire with our Hail Hydra cat. That was breathtaking. Yeah, I bet it was. Vegas ah. got destroyed. We don't know how, but it did. I get, I well, lied. it got destroyed by Hydra. and it, all We didn't the, see it. Well, we do they, see it. It's they t- right they there. They tell you. No, well, it, it, is that? Boom. It goes yeah, boom. Yeah, they're like, that. it's cool. Is that where Chemo gets dropped on Bloodhaven? That's what happens? Bingo. Yeah, and then Invincible rolls in. Woo! And Invincible rolls a dice. And this is when Captain Carrot shows up yeah. with all the other 50 Supermen. Boom. So we've Done. got Captain America, who turns out that he's always been Hydra. And uh, I'm not even going to get into who the story because it's really, it's really actually ridiculous. I laughed real hard. 12, yeah. 12 issues. When people about it, I laughed real 12 hard. 12 issues of ridiculousness. Yes. That's what got me, too. Like, not only is it just eight, no, we're going to extend it for 12. So, and who cares? Under Captain who? America's leadership, Hydra takes over the United States. And guess what? The United States ain't that bad under no, their some, rule. Some parts. Uh, most parts. As long as you're not a mutant or an inhuman. Oh. And a superhero that wants to defy them, life's pretty good, actually, for the normal human beings because they're not fighting back. Yeah, true. Things are good for them. Yeah, Hail Hydra. We have health insurance. There you go. Everybody. Universal health insurance. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. Woo. So, basically, by the end of the story, we find out that Cap 
wasn't always Hydra. There's two caps. There, there's our cap, and then there is Hydra cap, and there was a big mix-up with a, a Cosmic Cube. Right. Again, ridiculous story. Living Cosmic but Cube. But we you. kill Not off Black one. Widow. Yep. We destroy the city of Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened six months after the events of this story? Vegas is rebuilt. Vegas is doing just fine. Almost Thank you, like Doctor Strange. Hmm. And guess who's running around doing black ops again? Black Widow. Yes. Okay, Boy. to both points, thank you, prostitutes. Prostitutes <laughs> brought Vegas back to That's, prosperity. And wait, hey, That's some good old wholesome money. have a Black Widow fetish, all right? So what's the last trope we're going to talk about? I would say when writers redefine powers to fit their needs. Ah, okay. Which, okay. an example, Spider-Man. We all know him. We all love him. He's not only smart, he's also very strong. And a menace. Of course, according to maybe some newspaper writers. But you know what? Print is dead. Who cares about that guy now? <laughs> I need good pictures luck. of good Spider-Man. Luck. Good luck, poor guy. No one likes you anymore. But if like a writer's like, oh, um, Spider-Man's just going to use his strength to get out of this situation. Like, Why wouldn't he use his intelligence? He's a very, very smart guy. We all know that. And like it's, it's like why why would you get rid of that power? Why would you write that down? Or why would you be like, eh, Parker's kind of an idiot? And he's not an idiot. So that part drives me nuts. Another example is like Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler can teleport wherever he can see. So he says, "Critical yeah. Mr. X, he can teleport, right? Human sight on a flat piece of land can see about what six miles away. So he's going to teleport four feet. That just makes no sense. If you run away from a bad guy. I'm teleporting six to eight miles away if I can see it, like in a tree. Like I'm out of here. Like well, it's a tree, boom, it, it depends on what." era we're talking about because okay. when he See? was but that's that's my that's first my right developing there. his abilities he couldn't teleport more than just a few feet away okay but like now they have it so he can teleport further or at least a yeah. lot right and then they're like oh well, we go he back can, and he you can know. teleport further and over greater distance right. instead of okay so i can teleport twice at six miles a piece right that's as far as i can do now it's seven times at six miles a piece something like that because right. He trained himself to be able to do okay. that. If he's carrying somebody, it becomes less. things are well, totally right. different. It's, uh, then it's, then, then uh, another one. Well, I'll bring up Iceman. We've seen okay. Iceman do some crazy awesome stuff. He's made a snowman army. He right. has completely made ice to water a whole city, if you will. But then sometimes they're like, oh, he can't stay frozen that long. And it's like, wait, this dude's creating ice. I, I mean, I granted it's moisture in the air. He brings it in, so he's got to be able to moisture. But still, well, so it's a problem because he should be like – the front lines of the X Men, like this guy, can make a, a snowman army. Like you have an army now. Good luck, he everybody can make else. A giant snow golem guy. Yeah. Well, like, technically, and, that would then put the character over in your overpowered, overpowered character. I agree, but I'm list. saying when they forget, because like if they're if you're gonna bring it in, hey, this is power. Oh, yeah. It's not defined, and then you're like, you know what? Mm, no, we're not. We don't like that. We're gonna pull it back. Most of the stories revolving around Iceman and the his inability to use his powers to their full potential is his fear. He's afraid because he has used his powers the to the max right. before. He can teleport guys in Age of Apocalypse. You want to count that? Like through his snow powers. Well, that's yeah, awesome. he it, through moisture. He just right, but still, that's just pretty went. awesome. Yeah. That's pretty powerful. And he can be like, completely yeah. destroyed and put himself back, back together, together because right. you know it's it's a liquid is a solid is right. a gas right. is a solid is a gas right. is so a liquid is a solid nowhere. is a gas right. exactly. But again, that's also kind of scary when you think about it. Could you wrap your head around that? The yeah. ability to, I know science. Be no, you know science. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Three, Jesus. Three, uh, three phases of matter. Sorry. Right. <laughs> right. But I'm saying story wise, think about no, it. No, agreed. And, and then, that's that's and some they, scary and stuff. And they do. I mean, I guess okay. I guess Ice Man's a bad example for that point. Um, how about like Booster Gold for the DC? Right. Booster Gold's got future tech. He's got and, future knowledge too. Right. And so he has got. And force. he's done a hell of a lot with it. Yes, but nope, my sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, right. He's got blasters, wrist blasters. He's got a force field generator. He's funny. He's got a robot sidekick. But that's it. Like, like every time he's out there, it's like, hey man, you can fly. Go fly up and save that person. Like, uh, the jetpack, I guess, isn't working. Like, what? Like, why? Why does he have a jetpack then? If you're never going to have him fly? Like, yes, but no correct sense. me if I'm wrong. What didn't he travel back in time so that he could be a celebrity? Yes, again yeah, so by being a hero. Being a hero. How right. do you be a hero? you got to actually save people. He's got the ability to do it. He doesn't do it. Right. It's not because of fear. Because he's, he's lazy. They're like, eh. Is that how they write him off? Is like lazy? But that's, I but read, that's how they're, they're writing like, the character. Eh. They're like, we're going to have him be kind of like weak. Like, he's not going to do True. a lot. Well, and well, I was but, like, dude, he can do a lot. Like, he I, I'm sure that hitter. he could, but does he decide to? Is that a character trait? Based off or is it just bad writing? Based off that's writing. That's the question. Sometimes, with Ted Cord, 
he's the hero, goes out there, takes the hit, okay. hitting guys back, and you're like, wow, this guy, you know, he's using his full abilities. Still doing it for the stardom, so he's still a little greedy, mm-hmm. but he's using his full powers, his full pension, and all his future tech. Other times they're like, he gets punched in the face, and they're like, oh, yeah, he forgot his force field. And it's like, how do you forget your force field? It's just on or off. So bad writing, and I I hate. I'm like, I'm like, it's there. Stop acting like stuff's not there. So I think the most important power that a lot of writers pretend isn't there. I was going to do quotes, but I realized only you guys would say this. (laughs) Superman's forget me not kiss. Let's not talk about the forget me not kiss. The hey, forget that we had sex, and then you're going to have a baby, and it's a whole point of a movie. (laughs) Brandon Roos. Let's let's not talk about Superman Return. (laughs) <laughs> well, those were our tropes, folks. But uh, what we want to know is what are the most commonly overused tropes that you're getting tired of? Or that you're really enjoying? Do you love clones? Could you do more clones? <laughs> All the clones. Would you like an attack of clones? Just about, yes. Okay. <laughs> Reach out to us at our website over at mybigfatbullis.com. Let us know. We're eager to hear everything you have to say about clones. Love them. Until next time, I'm Mr. X. I'm Smurfy. I'm Pistol Danger. And we'll see you next time. Do we really see them, though? That's our show, folks. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe on the podcast listening app of your choice. What he means is download and subscribe on every app Awesome. Have comments, questions, suggestions for future shows? Reach out to us at our website at mybigfatpullist.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, keep your web fluid sticky. Your batarangs sharp. Ouch. And your space guns charge. That's not a space gun. That's Megatron! (laughs) On this episode of My Big Fat Pull List, we're going to examine just over a few of the good, the bad, and the commonly overused tropes in comics. Take that last sentence again. You You added a word that's not there. Did I? Yeah, you threw it over. Oh. On this episode of My Big Fat Pull List, we're going to examine just a few of the good, the bad, and the commonly overused tropes in comics. Where did I add over? In over between was, A and yeah. few. It's very strange. Hey, over <laughs> a few. Huh. Okay. That's right. Nick Lennon is an Easter egg. Yeah. Don't ever fucking question me again. It's a more interesting show if I question you. Why, why don't you go kill Joker? Yeah, what's yeah, up? Honestly, Shut up. Like, Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I, <laughs> I find it bad writing.